You are listening to the Legacy Church Student Ministry Podcast. We hope this teaching builds your faith in Jesus and encourages you to share your faith with others. Please enjoy the message. Well, hi, happy Tuesday to you. Thank you for being here. So a couple weeks ago, I attended an end of year celebration for my son's athletic organization. And we walked in, it was in this huge gymnasium, like bigger than this room, and there were um, coaches and athletes and parents. And there were siblings of all those coaches, athletes, and parents running around and little kids. And there were people like dribbling basketballs in the corner. And there was a band playing. And there was food being served. And it was this huge party atmosphere. And it was loud, which was fine. It was fun. It was all great until it was time for the coaches to start speaking. You know, they were getting up and they were taking turns talking about their different sports and their teams and their athletes. And I really would have liked to have heard what they said, especially when my son's coach got up and started talking. I would have loved to hear what he said about my son's team and their year, but I couldn't hear. Why? Well, as the Grinch said, it was the noise, the noise, the noise. People were not being quiet. There were still kids running all around beside and behind me and screaming and yelling. There were still people dribbling basketballs in the corner. There were just um, people at my table talking and I was distracted. I could not focus on the person that was important in that moment, that voice that I should have been listening to in that moment. My brain could not focus because there were so many other distractions going on around me. Forget for a moment that it was pretty rude and disrespectful that people were not being quiet and listening to the person talking, but my brain couldn't handle all the different voices that it was hearing. It couldn't filter them out and just focus on that one. So let's put a hold in that for just for a second. And I wanna recap where we've been in this series, Only the Young. In the first week, we talked about the truth, one of the truths only for the young, for your ages, is you have a lot more power than you think you do to influence the people around you, to influence your world. And our challenge to you that day was to raise the bar, raise your expectations, raise your standards for your faith. Then last week, Rachel came up here with like a bazillion grains of rice. Do you remember that? Yeah, and so the truth that she shared was that you only have seven years between middle school and high school. And those seven years were 61,320 hours, and she had those represented in grains of rice, and she put them in the different containers based on how much time you spend doing certain things. And her challenge was to make the most of your time in these seven years. And depending on what you're doing, just make sure you're using those opportunities to set an example for the believers in those places where you spend time. Well, tonight, the final truth in this series, the final week in this series, the truth that is only for the young is, there is a lot of noise in your life, right? I mean, a lot. And this is especially true when you're trying to make decisions. Really about anything, and at this phase of your life, here's just some of the decisions you might be facing. What you like and don't like, who you like and don't like, how to drive, what's your personal style, 
What you'll do in the years after high school, what kinds of jobs you're going to pursue, what college to go to, whether to date or not in these years, what kind of person you want to be, that's a lot. And that's just a short list, I'm sure, of all the kinds of decisions that you're having to make right now. And the thing is, something I'm sure you've noticed about all these decisions is that everybody has an opinion on what you should or shouldn't do about them, right? I mean, some of your friends say one thing and then other friends say something else. Your parents have opinions, your teachers, your coaches, your neighbors, your siblings, everyone has their own perspective and their own opinion and they're not afraid to share it with you. And then of course, let's not forget the guy on TikTok who makes lots of money and the YouTuber that has a million subscribers. Everyone has a voice and they're trying to get it in your ear. And you know this, right? Not all of those people are right and they don't all agree. And so it's like me sitting in that gym and you've got all these voices coming at you and your brain is just fried. And you're just going, I don't know who to listen to. So how do you know? How, when you're faced with all these decisions at this age, how in the world can you know who you're supposed to tune out and who you're supposed to listen to? Well, I hope that we're able to help guide you tonight to the answer to that question. So let's pray, and then we'll get into that. Father God, thank you for this night. Thank you for giving me a voice in these few minutes here to share this truth and to guide and lead these students, Lord, to the voices that you have placed in their lives um, to share truth with them, to help guide and direct them um, in the time you've given them um, in this age. We love you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, do you remember what we've learned about the books 1st and 2nd Timothy in the Bible? That's where we've been the past few weeks. What they are, if you remember, they're letters, okay? And they were written by a guy named Paul to a younger guy named Timothy. And Timothy was a young leader in the church, if you remember. And so Paul is writing to him, hoping to pass along some wisdom and advice as he leads the church. Well, the past couple weeks, we focused on one verse in particular. We've had it on the screen every week. Sam read it a while ago, so I'm going to read it one more time. It's 1 Timothy 4.12, and it says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set the example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And in this one verse, we can see how much Paul thought of Timothy. And remember, this was an encouragement to him to raise the bar, to raise the standards of his faith, and to hopefully inspire others to do the same. And this verse was chosen as our student ministry's verse many, many years ago because we believe the same about you. This verse, however, important as it is, and important as it is as our student ministry's verse and everything we've talked about it, is only one tiny verse in all of these two letters. And Tim, um, Paul, in these letters, this is not the only advice he gave. It's full of all kinds of advice, and some of it isn't what you might think. So I'm gonna put some up on the screen, and I'm gonna read through them. Um, you might take a picture if you wanna look these up later, because it's a lot to write down. So here's some of the advice in, that you can find in these letters that Paul gave to Timothy. 
He told him how to fix his stomach problems, what to do when people are fighting, what it takes to be a good leader, specific names of people to avoid who are bad news, how to use the Bible, how to handle money, what kind of stuff to avoid, what kind of people to hang out with, how to impress older people, and how to show respect to older and younger people. Do you, have you ever heard the word mentor? Do you know what that is? So it's a pretty simple, simple definition for it. A mentor is an experienced and trusted advisor. And I would say, based on the way that Paul wrote to Timothy and all the advice that he gave him, that Paul served as Timothy's mentor. See, Paul was someone who was older, he was more experienced, he cared for Timothy, he shared wisdom and advice, all things that would make Timothy's life better as a young person and into his future. And I would bet that even though Timothy didn't have social media, he still had a lot of voices. I'm sure there were tons of people who thought that they needed to let him know how he should and how he shouldn't run the church and what he should and shouldn't do. But Timothy chose to listen to Paul. This made a world of difference in his life. He chose to focus in from all the voices surrounding him. He chose to focus in and listen to his trusted mentor's wisdom. And what Timothy chose, you can choose too. You have a really unique opportunity in these years at this age to um, experience something that not many people choose, but you can. And so what you can do is you too can focus in and listen to the people in your life who qualify as mentors. Okay, so how do you know? How can you recognize someone who would make a good mentor, who would make a good person to listen to? Well, there's three things to take into consideration. The first, they need to be older than you. And I don't mean a couple months older. I don't even mean a year or two older. Really, a great rule of thumb is at least five years older than you. But someone who's 10 years older than you, 20, 50 years older than you, remember that wisdom comes from experience, and experience comes from living life. And so there's all kinds of wisdom you can get from people from five years to 50 years older than you. The second thing is they have to make wise decisions. Why would you listen to somebody who made foolish decisions? So great question to ask is, is this person setting an example in love and faith and speech and conduct and impurity? And if the answer is yes, then that's probably a really good person to listen to. If the answer is no, then you probably don't want to be listening to them. And then the last thing, and this may be one of the most important, they have to care enough about you to tell the truth. You see, somebody who loves you and cares for you and has experience and wisdom sometimes isn't going to tell you the things you want to hear. In fact, sometimes they're going to tell you things that are hard, but they're the truth. And you want someone who loves you enough who's going to sit down with you and tell you the tough, hard things, even when that's not really what you want to hear. 
So this is all great and everything, and I'm sure, you know, it's like, all right, Miss Jamie, of course you're telling us this. I mean, you're older, so of course you're going to say we should listen to older people, you know, like you, like the other leaders in this room. And yes, I do think that that's a good thing. However, I don't want that to come for me tonight. So I've invited two students to come up here and join me tonight. And these are two students who we have recognized that they have intentionally recognized people in their lives as mentors. And so I'm gonna do a little Q&A with them so that they can tell you how having mentors in their lives have impacted them. So welcome, Hannah and Hayden. So thank you. Thank you for agreeing yes. to do this. So my first question is, what age were you when you began to recognize the need to seek out the wisdom of, other peop of older people in your lives? Well, the, the time when I found out or started, began, began to recognize the need was actually the time that a person perfect for me at the time just showed up. It just happened to be the right time. Um, I was about four. I just turned 14, yeah. I just turned 14, and I was starting to, you know, seek more teenage things, you know, do more things with friends. You know, girls were starting to look interesting and everything. And so I figured that I need someone older and wiser. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And I figured that at that point, I needed to seek someone out who had experience with the things that I was starting to do so they could guide me through that in a Christ-centered way. Yeah, I honestly can't think of a specific age. Um, I've always enjoyed being with older people and hearing what they have to say. Um, but a couple years, or like a few years ago, I was also had someone in my life that um, I got to go through discipleship with, and um, that was whenever I really enjoyed spending time and intentionally asking questions and just getting to hear her thoughts about um, just my life and her life as well. That's great, love that. Okay, next question. Will you describe what some of your time with people you call mentors has looked like? What do y'all do when you're together? Um, I, we just got to go um, get coffee or food and just talk. A lot of it was going through a book on like life to life, but honestly now it's just getting to um, consistently talk to each other and go, honestly just over coffee is the most. Yeah, like um, beginning out the same boat as Hannah, we did a life to life book and went through that for a month, maybe two months, something like that, and then it progressed from there and we just kind of got together over food, you know, we did some yard work sometimes, but during these times it's just, we just spoke, you know, spoke about things, you know, serious, not serious, and we grew into a friend relationship as well as a mentor relationship, and that also helped the hard questions come and be able to ask and answer those questions between us. Does listening to the advice of other trusted and wise people mean that your relationship with your parents or their advice is not important? No. Your parents, your parents are extremely important. And in fact, they have the most potential to be your greatest mentor. 
You just have to seek that. Like, think, I bet right now you can think of so many times where they wanted to talk to you about something and you just were like, oh, no, I have school, and you don't really, or you just want to play video games or just mess around on YouTube or something. But really, they were in those moments looking to guide you and help you in your life because they can see when you're struggling even though you, you might not know you are. So, no, it doesn't mean they're any less important. <laughs> yeah, I 100% agree. I feel like parents can be the biggest influence in your life and um, the biggest mentors as well. Yeah, you just have to actively seek it out. It's not going to just come to you. You have to go toward it too. That's great. All right. How has having mentors, we talked about the noise in life, right? Um, how has having mentors helped you to cut through the noise of all the opinions and influencers in your world? Hey, y'all listen, please. Thank you. I'll say, um, so, you know, influencers, they're a very unique thing because they tend to go with whatever the world says is right, no matter what that is. And it's normally not biblically, biblically um, centered at all. It's normally a bunch of immoral things. I mean, it depends on where you go, of course, but on average, when you look at all the influencers on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, it's not biblical at all. And so the advice they give is not normally going to fall into a biblical light or on a moral high ground. And so a lot of the times, your mentors can help guide you through that and weed out the bad advice from online influencers and the rare good advice that may, may be there. Yeah, um, I feel like if you're going to, um, you get to kind of see your mentor um, and their personality, and if you're going to be um, seeking out the wisdom of them, you're probably going to become more like them. And so if you're seeking out the wisdom of people online that aren't necessarily believing what you believe or you're starting to believe what they believe that isn't actually true, then um, you're going to become more like them. And so for me, getting to uh, spend time with many people that have lives that I want to live or um, have faith that I want to have um, has encouraged me to seek that out rather than online um, people that I don't necessarily want to be like. Yeah, um, I totally agree because this, this time in our lives is one of the times that the people who we surround ourselves with influence us the most and shape us into the people we're going to be for a good majority, if not the rest of our lives. So it's very important that, like Hannah said, we <laughs> seek out that wisdom from mentors rather than, you know, you didn't say this exactly, but fully relying on the influence of online persons. Um, I didn't give you all this question, so I'm going to throw this one at you. Um, so y'all have talked specifically about like one person like that you went into a relationship with, but how many people, if you could just throw it out, that do you, besides that, do you just have one mentor or are there multiple people in your lives that you would consider, even though maybe you've never like formally had a mental relationship, that you would consider them mentors? There are at least two or three that I would consider mentors that, that you know, that is probably what the relationship is defined by if we asked both people. You know, yeah, he's my 
mentoree or I'm his mentor or you know what I mean. But <laughs> but there's probably a good, you know, five, six, seven, eight other people in my life that you know, I would consider a mentor even if they wouldn't see it that way because they do influence a lot of the things I do and I look to them for advice and how to be a good person and a good Christ follower and a good man. Yeah, I feel like I have at least three or four that I could definitely have conversations or ask questions um, to that would definitely be more like a mentor to me. Um, um, yeah, a lot more than just the one I went through discipleship with. Okay, great. All right, last question. Is there anything else that is in your head or heart that you'd like to share that you would want the students to know about having trusted, experienced, older people in your life, has, how it's impacted your middle and high school years? Yeah, just like what um, Miss Jamie was saying earlier, or mom. Um, <laughs> make sure they make good decisions because I've also had some mentors that were really great at one point, but they started changing slightly and making decisions that I would not call great. And so it's very important to be able to know the people that are going to continuously make good decisions throughout the majority of their life rather than, rather than just kind of for a while and then just go off the deep end. And nobody's perfect. Everybody's going to make bad decisions sometimes, but just find a person that consistently makes well-rounded decisions. Yeah, and um, once you find that person, I encourage consistency to meet together often. Um, and even if it's just once a month, and I'm not always the best at this, but um, if you don't have specific questions in your mind, that's okay, but just meeting with someone and talking about life and getting to um, bring up stuff that maybe you didn't know was in your head, but just you get to talk to someone with as a friend, then um, the more often you do it or the more consistent you are, the more, um, the better relationship you'll have and the more um, vulnerable you can be. I love that. Y'all give them a big hand because this is really great. They came up and did this. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Student Ministry Podcast. To learn more about our mission, meeting times, and more, please follow us on Instagram at legacy underscore students or check out our website at legacychurchtx.com.